And we are live. Hello, Sengip. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Evening Drama. We're 22, episode 22 already. Can you believe it? No. <laughs> it's crazy how time flies. Like, 22 weeks since... Since the lockdown? Wait. I can't remember how, how many weeks into lockdown we started. But then that's like almost like almost six months already. Six months. Hey, yeah, almost six months. Twenty four weeks, right? So six months. Twenty. Oh, let me think. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Time just flies, man. And I don't know. Feels like. I'll hopefully I'll upgrade my rig on the six month anniversary. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe. By episode thirty, also. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a it's a rounder number. Yeah, or we can do twenty five. That's three episodes away. I don't know. Depends how quick you want to set the milestone. Hmm. <laughs> so six months is not bad. Yeah. Six months is more tangible. <laughs> Yo, Edmund, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're not sure where Kristen is, probably still sleeping, but we decided it's a bit late, so we'll start the show without her. But yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to type it in chat. We'll try to carry the show with uh, as, as balanced as possible. We'll have viewpoints from uh, males and straight <laughs> perspectives. <laughs> okay, so how how's your week been? I think we haven't done a recap in a while. Uneventful, I guess. Uneventful. Yeah. Why do you say that? We just had fun last night. Uh, but you were there, so like you know. Yeah, well, the audience wasn't there. Oh, Edmund yeah, was there, was, I guess. Was. <laughs> the earlier part of it was relatively uneventful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did send my guitar in to well, like, repair and like, clean. Uh huh, yeah. So, looking forward to getting it back next week, hopefully. Oh, nice. They they said it'll be done in a week? Uh, I don't know. The guy told me like a week plus, so I assume sometime next week. Yeah. I had no, no particular rush in me. Always nice to know. Okay, I mean, like, uh, what, what suddenly made you want to go back into guitars? I mean, something must have triggered it, right? It didn't come oh, out of nowhere. Like, I thought like, uh, like rock stars. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I, I guess it's like a combination of uh, boredom and procrastination. Yeah, like, but. I mean, like, I'm bored, but then, like, the other things I could do to be productive, like, uh, go to the gym, or, like, work on my story, or whatever. So, uh, guitar seems like a in-between, you know? Like, uh, like, it'll kill my boredom, and then I also learn, like, a new skill. I mean... I refresh an old skill. Like, were you, like, clearing out your room and you found it? Or something must have triggered it. 
Well, I think I was watching that uh, Game of Thrones fandom video. Okay. I thought, like, that's really cool. Hmm. So it's from that video, lah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Well, for me. I have like, seen that video before, but then. Like, yeah. The the video had the one of the like directors right or producers. One of the creators. Yeah, what's his name? D. Uh, D. 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 B. D. B. Wise. Yeah. <coughs> it's D. B. And. Yeah, I I don't know something, but yeah, I mean, uh, I I was when I first watched it. Dan Brett Wise. Yeah. I, I was amazed when I watched that video. I was like, whoa, this guy can play guitar too. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then the guy at the, the start of the video, like, uh, he's the composer for the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think musicians can play all instruments? Uh, I think they should know how other instruments function. Mm-hmm. Then like you know like they want to compose a song then like they they can roughly hear how it sounds in their head but uh, you get someone else to do it. Hmm. The more you know it's like guitar then you can't really like. Like when you hear like, or when you try to recreate a melody in your head and you hum it, do you like imagine a guitar sound or piano? Yeah. yeah. Imagine, like, uh, guitar. guitar. Yeah. Like, how do your melodies sound like when you hum them out? I don't know, I haven't like... What do you mean like when I think of a song myself? Like, like right now, just hum, hum a melody for me. I don't know, I guess I'm thinking of the game of Thrones song. Yeah, songs. like, hum it out, like, how how would it sound? Like, like the guitar, like the video... Would it be like... Yeah. <laughs> right? That's like an electric guitar. Melody in your head, but not so far out from the original. Though, like, like the original, I think like they probably use string instruments, right? Yeah. To do like to pull the song, the mm-hmm. song. So like, uh, I think it's quite, I think it's quite close to the guitar, like the electric guitar. Well, I mean, but I think that's why it's why, a like, string uh, instrument. It works so well. Yeah. But like, I mean, those metal well, covers are pretty cool. Mm, I guess so. Well, a piano would be like. Dung, 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 dung. I don't know. I, I don't normally like imagine melodies in piano. Probably because I only play the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this past week, uh, I started an online course. Uh, creative Writing 101 from. Uh, well, not 101, I don't know. This is called Creative Writing. Uh, on Shaw Academy and yeah like so I I had trouble signing up for it first like when I clicked it it was like I saw the ad lah a free creative writing course so I clicked it then I signed up and the only course I could do was like some social media course I'm like what the fuck (laughs) so I just ignored it and then uh, I saw a comment on the Instagram post where they gave out a support email address for people who were having trouble signing up and then uh, I reached out to the email and I said, Hey, uh, I saw this ad and I tried to sign up, but it doesn't let me choose creative writing course. 
And the guy was really helpful. He was like, oh, okay, in that case, I've added it to your uh, course, and now you can access it. It's like, oh, okay, sweet. So, yeah, I went on. And then uh, first lesson was, I guess, basic as expected. Just telling about... Uh, well, one, one thing was interesting. Uh, they mentioned uh, when writing creative... No, yeah, it's, oh, not, uh, I'll come to that later, but uh, it, it's a creative writing course, so it's like how, how to tell fictional stories. And one interesting thing they mentioned was if you're going to write a story based on a setting or period or a specific location that exists, uh, do research on it. Like, yeah. that way you won't uh, write, like, immersion-breaking kind of, uh, you know, activities that go on in that place. So let's say if, like, uh, some historical place was, uh, like, mainly full of Christians back in the, whatever, 1700s, then, you know, you, like, it's expected, like, you should write, like, about that kind of life back then there. It's, like, ruled by church or, you know, everyone went to church and all that kind of stuff. So but I think uh, it's like a fine line between being historically accurate mm-hmm. and like creative liberties. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, again, you you set the tone, but like, if your idea was like, to like, write, is supposed to be like post-apocalyptic world, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, but you know, somehow like he he blends it really well. You know, like he mentions it. Like, you don't have to think too much about it because, like, you know, we're living in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, he also introduces, like, fantasy elements into it. So instead of you feeling like, like oh, it's just so out of place, right? But then, like, when you read the books, you're like, oh, I didn't know all this stuff, like, all the fairy stuff existed. Yeah. During our time, like, the present now. Mm-hmm. Right? So this makes you think, uh, it's like, it's like, it, like works, it works really well. Yeah. But like, uh, say, I mean, if you, depends on your intention, like, if you're going to write a historical fiction story, then, you know, you would have to do the research. But if it's completely yeah. fantasy, right, then you don't. But also, if it's complete fantasy, then, like, why would you choose to set it in that place? I don't know. But that's another thing. But yeah, the, so I want to talk about Shaw Academy. Uh, I guess most people won't care, but I just wanted to talk about it anyway no we're not (laughs) after this they probably don't want to sponsor us so i was saying like it's not a live lesson it's a pre-recorded video right okay so the first thing is you have to schedule a time to attend so maybe i thought i thought about it maybe it's a way for them to instill discipline in the students you know you set a time you make sure you attend it but the thing is it's not a live lesson right so why can't we watch it anytime we want right and like when you are there like are there intakes no no intakes you sign up and you start the course whenever yep and then I can schedule to watch it anytime yep oh right what's the point like if it's like a if it's like an intake thing then I understand like if I do it like by semester yeah exactly yeah, that that's how I feel. It, that that was annoying, right? So that was yeah. the first thing you had to schedule, and then. But it, like, how how far in advance did you schedule? 
Uh, I'm not sure. I think you can schedule within the next hour or so. But. But basically, like you can't just watch it right after. Yeah, you can't. You have to schedule, and then when it alerts you it's time for the class, then you go watch. You go tune in. <laughs> right. It's so backwards because I've used uh edX before, and that one has intake. And uh, but it has no schedule, you know. As long as you finish your assignment within the week, cause they actually mark and grade your work, that's fine. <coughs> and like, uh, live classes that, well not live live, but like uh, like I signed up for Gotham Academy last time. Yeah. And like uh, it was like there was an actual teacher who comes every week to talk mm-hmm. to you and stuff. Yeah. But even then, like they give you like the course materials beforehand. Yeah. So like at least you can like have a look at it first before you, before like the actual class or assignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like this is like on demand, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing, the live video, I mean the live video, is just yeah. uh, excuse me, uh, like PowerPoint slides and a narrator over it, right? You can't even pause it. <laughs> so like there was a time I wanted to go to the toilet. I was like. Okay, I'll just wait until this section's over, then I went. But like, you, you can't pause. You have to just leave it running. But can you <laughs> go back and watch it again? Uh, oh, I mean, without having to reschedule it. I, I haven't tried. Oh. Yeah. But like, it's another thing, like, what if people have shitty internet and then they get disconnected halfway, you know? They can't, Yeah. like, skip, like, rewind to see where they missed out on. Right? So like, yeah. it just feels so backwards and like, yeah, I don't know, man. Then uh, I did the my first assignment, which was a quiz, yeah. pop some online pop quiz, and like, they they were asking questions about topics that weren't even covered in that lesson. So I was a bit lost for some, but I passed it anyway, lah. But yeah, I don't know that 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 was another strange thing. But I'm gonna give uh, this week another try, and if it's shitty, I'm just not gonna bother continuing. But yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder about all those online, online classes. Mhm. Like uh, Skillshare or whatever. Yeah. Like I mean, like all these things sound good in theory. Like, mhm. Like learn at your own pace, you know. Yeah. Learn from like many people. Yeah. But then it's like all these like little quirks of the service that makes it seem so weird, like so unusable. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I've I've used edX and I I highly recommend it. I think it's really good. And um, yeah, I mean it's free as well. You only pay if you want the certificate. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, this one. Uh, I I remember seeing an option you have to pay to like get some course materials in advance or something like that. And oh. nonsense, yeah. I don't know lah. It's uh, it's a uh, it's not even a free service, and it's like backwards compared to edX. Yeah, planning to. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'd be pissed if I paid for this. <coughs> yeah. But I will probably write a review about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Edmund says, let's talk about stalking. Oh, shit. <laughs> what are your thoughts on stalking, Sing it. Uh, it's okay if sorry, don't get 
That's true with a lot of things, I guess. I mean, like, what is... Yeah, what constitutes as stalking? Like, hanging I mean, like, around outside their window? available profile that you can be googled, right? Mm-hmm. Consider stalking? I wouldn't consider that. Right? But I don't know, like, is it... I don't know, I'm a bit on the fence here. Like, is it... Uh... Is it too much? Like, maybe it's not stalking, but is it like a bit too much? Mm. You know, like at the start to uh, find out so much about a person ahead of time. Hmm. Fair enough. I don't know. I mean, like, honestly, I, mean, I don't. People would tell you eventually. Uh huh. So like. Uh... Hi, Kristen. Hello. <laughs> What's up, oh. sleepy girl? Oh god. <laughs> yeah, well, so uh, we were on the topic of stalking. <coughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Who's and, uh, stalking who? <laughs> one of our viewers, our regular listeners, <laughs> was mm-hmm. called out. Oh, was he called out? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He thought he was called out. He looked up a girl he matched on a dating app. And then he found a profile, oh. <coughs> and then uh-huh. like he he casually mentioned like, hey, do you know our mutual friend? And then mm-hmm. she was like, how did you find out? <laughs> and then apparently and then she got that, pissed. Like, uh, she, she's... No, actually, actually, I don't know what happened, but basically, I think she stopped replying him mm-hmm. for a while, and then like he thought that uh, it was because of uh, his unwanted Google search of her. <laughs> oh, whoops. Did your webcam jump? I know, right? Um, what a day for me. Sorry about that. Okay. I don't think that's stalking. I think that's reasonable research. But maybe because I'm, I'm also a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think in... So in but then my, in my point was like, uh, what... It's not, maybe it's not really constituted as stalking, but is it like... Uh, is it like a bit too much, like... Wouldn't you want to wait for the person to tell you stuff? Well, I, I guess there's some surprise element, but I mean, asking if you know a mutual friend seems reasonable to me. No, but that's after he well, stalked her Facebook. Yeah, if yeah. not, how else would he know? Exactly. Yeah, so like, uh, <coughs> you have information that wasn't given to you, like, really? I don't know. I don't know, but it's so hard, like, we go on a date, like, you think of things to talk about. Isn't it better to arm yourself with some, like, research topics? With some bombs. <laughs> what do people do before the internet, right? It's not like... It's not like we. It's not like we suddenly gain new things to talk about. That's kind of invalid, though, because before the internet, this situation wouldn't have arise, arose, arisen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't like, know. So, so like, how do people converse before you did research on them, the head of your date? I don't know. It must be a very boring conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we didn't date back then. We didn't mm-hmm. have the internet to help. <laughs> no, but the fact that we are here, you know, as 
the result of our process of getting married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously it was. Yes. I agree. I just feel like it, and nowadays, like, anything with your real name on the internet is fair game. Yeah. Don't stalk me. I feel like. that same way too. Like, yeah. our names are all there on whatever we have for the public. Like, in fact, well, I feel I mean, flattered I, I if you bother to look me up. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it was wrong, but like, I feel like uh, it's, there's a line, you know, like it's a very, very fine line. Mm-hmm. It's like when, when you meet people for the first time, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't joke about certain things that you would with your friends, right? Because it's like, uh, you, you're like testing the waters, right? Like you don't know if they're okay at, at, a, at such jokes, you know? So like, uh, so it might have been a bit heavy-handed, I guess, uh, with Hopper's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe later on when like they get to know each other better, then he'd be like, oh yeah, I really like her, so maybe I'll uh, try and find out a bit more, you know? But like, wow. I don't know, like, off the bat, like, it seems like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a bit excessive, huh? I feel like that's a luxury most of us don't have these days. What what is a luxury? By the way, your your webcam is really laggy. Like you're freezing a lot. Oh, you, you that I don't even know why. Stop torrenting porn and stuff. I'm not streaming anything. <laughs> I think that's just because my stream is. Uh, I'm so high res. It's coming through like. Right, uh, maybe you should lower it because you're tiny on my screen anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't actually yeah, know how to do that. Oh, you need the bandwidth to support it. <laughs> it's like you buy a 4K TV to watch like 480p videos. <laughs> you know, I used to exactly. stream 480, like when I was on Unify. The new microphone arrived um it's still my my um cheaper one no the other one never arrived i'm not sure if it ever will arrive i think it's a it's a lie where do you buy it from already wish.com dell which is a very bizarre place to buy a microphone dell sells microphones yes i did not apparently also well maybe they don't and they're lying to me and that's why i don't (laughs) do you like reach out to them uh i haven't yet yeah oh i think i need to just cancel it microphone to be honest this mic sounds really good already yeah Mm mm-hmm no you need to get the blue yeti i i think it looks cool the blue yeti then I can still justify me my own microphone purchase. <laughs> oh, did you in the end get one? Uh, I, I'm 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 shopping around, but I think I kind of settled already on my. What yes. what, what which is which one? Uh, you'll find out on episode the extreme. thirty. <laughs> oh, That's how long it takes. <laughs> Covid no, no, shipping COVID and all, yeah. Uh, Talking about it, right? So now this is episode 22, right? Mm-hmm. So, like in two more episodes, it'll be 24, which means you'll be doing it for six months. 
Mm-hmm. So like six months is like, I guess it's kind of it's like a milestone, right? Mm-hmm. But then like uh, episode thirty also sounds like a nice, nice round number too. Okay. So you'll find out either episode twenty four or thirty. <laughs> sounds good. We'll oh, and Georgia, I, you were frozen on my computer too, so I had to um, right-click on you, turn off video, and then turn you back on, and then you unfroze. So maybe that will work for me. Okay, let me try. Uh, turn off, turn on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no, you're still lagging though, but never mind. Oh. But your audio is coming in fine. Okay. Yeah. But, but your face is frozen in like a very unhappy look. <laughs> you can watch the VOD later. Yeah. Oh god. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, I see you're using your uh, James Charles setup, right? Yeah. That's what I missed. <laughs> yeah, well, I turned on the light. And it's much brighter now compared to when it's off. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can do a comp. How does it? It's off now. Mm-hmm. And then it's on. How does it feel to look into a ring of light? Well, I I've set it up so it's like above me. I don't look directly mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, but still oh. really glaring. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I can bear it for an hour. No yeah, that's what apparently the the vloggers have to with Snan when they're vlogging. Or yeah, well, vloggers get paid, you know. I don't. Well, we're on our way. <laughs> Is that a lot brighter now. Uh. Uh. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> my one topic. Uh. So I was watching more Penn and Teller fool us on YouTube because someone started uploading a ton of full clips from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was this one guy called Javi Benitez who does this gypsy thread trick where he gets everyone, like the audience and everyone to like rip up a piece of thread. Oh yeah, and I saw he, that like, one. And then twists it all up and restores it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I must find out how it's done. And then I found out that like he has a tutorial on it. on. And then uh, you paid uh, for it. Illusionist. Okay, so here's the thing. Now Illusionist has a Netflix like thing. Did you know that figure? No. Here, but it's, it's called Magic Stream, and it's nine ninety nine oh. a month, and then you get all of their videos. Oh shit, that's so cool. <laughs> so, yeah, Wait, yeah. Yes. It is pretty cheap, considering how expensive each individual thing was. Yeah. So if you pay for like twenty bucks or. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ooh. So this this um, trick, El, El Elo, which is the the thread trick, would have been fifty dollars, um, in in the old days. But now uh, I signed up for the free trial. You get a free two week trial because and then like I, I peaked. So oh. <laughs> you can check it out too. It's done exactly the way that you think it's done. Oh no, wait, it's ninety nine a year, right? I thought you said nine ninety nine a month. No, a month. Uh, I don't know. I'm on there now. It says ninety nine point nine five a year. Oh yes, or or you can that pay was... per year, which is hundred bucks a year. That's even cheaper. Oh, I guess yeah. it's 
Yeah, it's even cheaper. I, yeah, I don't so even know how it's done, like, you can tell me. Oh, okay, so, uh, well, no, should we, we can't spoil a magician's code on here. We have two viewers. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, those two viewers can tell, like, two people each. Just me, they don't even know exactly. what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, I'll do the, I'll do the code. I gotta, like, the white pen and tell it does it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fine, you can share it in the line chat later. No, um, I can tell you, like, uh, you probably know it now. You've seen enough sleight of hand to know what I'm talking about, I think. So... I, huh? I, I, no, no, I have no idea how it's done. I mean, I, I saw the trick oh. and I was impressed, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't know what that will ruin it if I tell you as well, but... <laughs> it's okay, I'm never gonna be a magician. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, so, sorry, sorry fans, because of the Magician's Code, I cannot reveal the secret. <laughs> if you want to know, sign up for Magic Street. <laughs> then we're not sponsored by them, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> but do they, like, what are the tricks that involve, like, uh, apps or gimmicks? Like, how's that work? Oh, um, yeah, so you don't get the gimmick, but then this particular thread one, the gimmick is like things you can just buy off the shelf. There's really like he in the original one he does ship you like some thread and some other of the other item, but um, you know like you can theoretically just buy yourself for even cheaper. Ah. Uh. Yeah, but there was another one that was really good. That's uh, mentalism. So there's this girl who um, asked um, Alison Hannigan to pick songs from a playlist. Okay. And then, um, you know, she asked Alison Hannigan a bunch of questions, and then was like, oh, I studied you on film so I can read your micro-expressions, and then she, she guessed the song correctly out of, like, thousands of songs. Mm. I think this one I can spoil, because it's, like, so, like, well, <laughs> like, <laughs> no shit, <laughs> like, that I'm so, so surprised that she got, um, she fooled Penn and Teller. Uh-huh. So, okay, so the setup is, like, you know, she gives her, uh, an iPhone with a playlist, yep. and then she asked Alison Hannigan to play the song on the headphone, then listen to it. Yeah. And okay. then like, yeah, and then she guessed what the song is. So, so guess how this one was done. Watching her mouth. No. It's 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 a tech gimmick thing. Like where she pressed it. No, e even simpler, uh, and it's like very stupid. Uh, that I. I I know what the trick is. Just um, checking the history. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it! And the thing is, like, you know, she, 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 had, like, like, she hit it a little bit of an angle with the, like, notepad she was holding. <coughs> like, you know, like, the moment she could, she kind of pulled her sleeve down. And, like, it kind of went up and checked her ears. Because yeah. they keep thinking, oh, it must be a microphone of some kind. But then they did it. Like, it didn't occur to them that Apple Watch works as well as it's like that. So, I can do that so with my watch that was, too. Like, the simplest, fullest. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, that's quite clever. That's a good it trick. It is very clever. Yeah. So, so you can also do that yourself. But you need to walk around with headphones. Uh, yeah. So yeah. or something for the other the person to listen to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought, oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Do you have an Apple Watch? 
No, I don't. Oh. Uh, I, I have an Android phone. Oh, that's true. The Google Pixel. I did think about getting uh the. You can't just get a Apple ways. You can get a uh, any other smartwatch. A lot of them will have music controls. Yes, yeah. they would. But I am very tempted to go back to the Apple. Mm. I'm getting tired of the Pixel. <laughs> yeah, but then like, so actually I have a 300 something dollar like gift card from Apple because I traded in one of my old MacBooks. But yeah. then I asked my friend who works at Apple, it's like, oh, you know, like, you know, how, what do you think? Should I buy it now or should I buy it later? And he was like, you should have bought Apple stock. <laughs> and that was <made> really sad. <laughs> because, yeah, then it go up like crazy. It goes up like every year, right? Yes, pretty much. I, I bought like uh, one well, I mean, stock in 2018. Apple... And it's almost double. Yeah, in 2018, I bought like one stock. Like, which oh. is like, you know, several hundred dollars. And then now it's like up 179% or something. Damn. Oh, nice. You think it's too yeah. late to buy enough? I mean, maybe the, I would have thought back that the same back then. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, it's 400 something now. Uh, yes. So I bought it at um, 159. Oh. Man, that was a really good time to buy it. You should have bought like more. <laughs> exactly. I always feel that way. Same. It's like, it's like triple now. I mean, you could say the same thing with every stock that's gone up, right? Well, I mean, this yeah. one has like risen like exponentially. You should have bought Top Glove <laughs> back last year. Bought what? Top Glove. What's that? The, the the glove manufacturing company. Oh, the the, rubber, the um, yeah latex or or um but yeah no nitro gloves. I don't know. I find like no one really predicted Yeah, exactly. I mean, now you know. You know, <laughs> you can say the same exactly. thing. Exactly. No, but yeah. with other companies, you can like you know. We should have bought Google back in like what twenty ten, <laughs> maybe even before mm -hmm. that. Google, what? Google, thousand five per share? Mm-hmm. Holy crap, that's a lot. Yeah, but the thing is, it didn't go up by relatively that much. Like, I, I, I bought the same thing. I, I went on a terrain where I bought, like, every, like, Apple, Netflix, but only one stock of each, okay? Um, back in 2018, <laughs> and then, like, the only one that's grown, like, crazy, crazy is Apple. Even Amazon went up by 121% and relatively to Apple. This, this, channel, this stream is not stock trading advice and we're not your investor. <laughs> we're sponsored by Bloomberg. Huh. <laughs> you mean Robinhood? Actually, if you want a Robinhood <coughs> referral, please use my link. <laughs> And we can but both like get a like, free uh, stock. I read that Robin Hood was putting a lot of young people in debt. Oh, totally. Because like during the <laughs> pandemic, like everyone was like bored at home. So mm -hmm. like now people started trading and then like now people are like broke debt. Investing oh, for yes. everyone. Oh yeah, and then also they like crashed during a very important time. Oh. <laughs> and a lot of people lost money that way. So it's not good if you want to actually do like 
quick trades, I think. It's only like okay if you're just buying and holding. Invest in thousands of stocks with as little as one dollar. Yeah, I mean that would convince a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, because you can buy fractional shares as well. You yeah. don't have to buy a whole share. Uh -huh. Anyway, yes, I'm I'm like just so I don't think you can see it, but no. I am like <laughs> I am uh, only one friend away from a fourth bonus stock. So the okay, so the the BS part is about all the stocks I want are like really bad stocks that are like worth five dollars. <laughs> uh huh. No, but I mean, if yeah. five dollars can make you ten dollars, it's kind well, of. Well, the, they also grow, grew zero percent. Oh. <laughs> oh, what, what, what have you been choosing? No, you get to choose. So, like, when you oh. um, get a bonus, it's a randomly assigned. So it's almost as the 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 bonus is a lottery in itself. They say that you can get an Apple stock, or you can get, you know, oh. like, yeah. <laughs> All those good names, and then and in reality, what you get is serious XM radio. <laughs> that sounds so bad, <laughs> still. If I buy magic card, you get exactly. You know you get a rare, you know you get a rare for sure, but like, it could be a really shitty rare. Yeah. Yes, yes. So so far, I've only gotten shitty rares. <laughs> but that's why I need another chance. But having someone use my referral code. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't they designed it really well. Yeah. I know. Oh, but it's only for people in America? App? I think so. Hmm. Oh well. I don't know, like in Malaysia, I'm not sure if there are like similar apps. I know there are, there are brokers, but uh, a lot of people usually go through their banks to trade their stocks. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I'm not sure if there's anything similar to Robinhood. Is there e trade though? I thought the e trade is only in Malaysia. Is that a, what's the e trading? Um, e it's the same, essentially the same but more professional and been around for much longer. Oh, and that I'm not too sure. I don't know, I'm just basing this off my parents, you always go to my <coughs> I like the Robin Hood website, the colors are so nice. Yes, that's how, how I trick you. Yeah, it's like lime green and then this, I don't know, Spotify green and black. Exactly. <laughs> it just looks so cool. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, they design it really well. But the thing is, it's actually like very underpowered if you're actually into trading stocks because it doesn't tell you what you really need to know. Okay. Yeah, so I only do it to like buy and hold and stare. And then there's the one thing that I did that's very stupid. So this is clearly I'm not a good tra trading advice person because what I did is I bought Disney stock right before the pandemic. Okay. Which mm -hmm. <laughs> like plummeted. Like, then buy more. Uh, it can only no. go up. Uh, like I don't know. Like, like right now, like given what's happening, I'm not sure why. Like whether it can ever, like the actual facilities can ever recover, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been, it has been going back up. That's a disturbing thing. Is that like it, it's almost back to like I'm able to not make a loss anymore. Okay. Even though all this is happening, which That's... is disturbing. But you, but you never make a loss until you sell it. Yeah, I don't. So, so, so like, yeah, I mean, like, people always say, like, oh no, it's crashing, but I'm like, I'm sure at like some point a rebound, unless like, for whatever reason, like, Disney goes broke, you know, which I don't think they will. So like, there's a good chance it'll rebound, just no matter when. Yes, but so it's if like you, if you don't really need the money now, right? 
Hey, just hold it. I don't, but uh, but I'm stupid because I bought 30 of those. Instead of buying 30 Apple, I bought 30 Disney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so I just want to be recovered enough to like get the money and put it in something else. Like my grandma, right? Like she passed away already, but like uh, mm. she still she bought stocks like 30, 40 years ago, mm-hmm. and like she's still holding on to it now. Okay. So like uh, mm-hmm. my dad has, I think he's trying to get the legal process of getting transferred over to his mm-hmm. But yeah, like so they're still holding on to the same share. And like every year, they still getting dividends. You know? Oh wow! Like are these like Malaysian companies? Yeah, the Malaysian companies. Good thing. Uh, <laughs> actually, I wouldn't be surprised. Good thing. Mm-hmm. But I never, I never really, I never really ask for for stuff before. Mhm. Well, maybe you'd be pleasantly surprised. Maybe you're you're a bajillionaire. You don't even know. Yeah, sing it. Maybe they bought Apple at really long time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, your grandma <laughs> saw the future. Yeah. It's like a dollar per share. Mhm. Yeah. So yeah, like oftentimes I, I feel like um, so actually I even tried to make a like a little app before where I exported my Amazon purchases from over the years and then calculated the Amazon price at that time. Mm-hmm. And I would be like several thousand, hundred thousand there if I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so every time I buy something on Amazon, I should have spent it on Amazon stock instead of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Hey, Kristen, your connection improved. I don't. I didn't change a thing. So well, maybe someone else was using the internet. No. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, it's smooth now. <sighs> so why why yeah. were you late? What 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 caused uh, you to wake up late? late? Yeah. Very mysterious, cause I set the alarm, but I swear it never rang. And I still don't know why. <laughs> cause I didn't even hear it on snooze or anything. So Sounds like me that. this morning. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I mean, I was supposed to go for lunch, oh. and then the guys called mm-hmm. me, but I didn't even hear mm-hmm. the phone ring. Oh. In the end, uh, they got in touch with my mom who came into my room to wake me up. No way, no way. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Who had your mom's number? Uh, no, they called my sister who called my mom. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, That's like, hilarious. when I'm dead tired and s- asleep, I don't hear anything. It just... Yeah. And yeah. the other thing is like this, but sudden thunderstorms here, which never happens, mm-hmm. and it's so loud. I feel like it might have actually drowned out my uh, phone because it was like uh, it woke me up at three. I actually woke up at three something because of the rain and thunder, yeah. and I went back asleep, and maybe that also drowned out the noise. Mm. But anyway, that's very disturbing. I need to set up a backup alarm. <laughs> actually, right, this uh, I always wonder. Like, it it almost feels like it never there's never thunder at night. Mm-hmm. Like, it's usually like, you know, like, in the day when I'm awake doing stuff, then like, oh, it's thunderstorm. But at night, like, yes, it rains at night. But then, like, I almost never experience a thunderstorm while I'm sleeping, you know, like... Because <laughs> you're like, sleeping. No, 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 but I'm very sensitive to sleep, but like, I can, like, I can hear, like, you know, like, things going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's only, like, maybe a handful of times I recall actually being woken up by a thunderstorm. But mm-hmm. never like uh, 
Yeah, but it seems like a rare occurrence. But is, is um, there like some scientific basis for thunderstorm? For I remember like, one time when I was in Malaysia this time around where I woke up because it's rain in, in the evening. But I feel like, um, isn't it something like in tropics, like, usually rain happens because in the morning the sun kind of warms up the the water droplets and they evaporate, so they fall down in the afternoon. So it's just to do with, like, when the heat of the day is. So at night, it's less likely to form because it's just not as hot. Mm. Okay. Well, people ask on Reddit, though, <coughs> why do thunderstorms always seem to happen at night? But then NOAA says this is not correct. Thunderstorms are most common in the late afternoon and evening during warm months. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a reason why? That's why it was. Because the uh, sun heats the earth during the day, ground oh, warms up. I am a meteorologist. <laughs> yeah. Air in the upper <laughs> atmosphere stays cold. You can't take what she said as. Da, da, da. Also, if the temperature difference is large enough, it causes a lot of updrafts and downdrafts during turbulence. And if there's enough moisture, it basically boils down to a thunderstorm. So, like, I was, I was kind of right. They they can happen any time of day if conditions are right. But usually, this happens at the end of the day when the ground in a specific area has warmed up sufficiently. Uh, okay. So I guess if it's a hot enough night. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm hmm oh, Now we know. Yeah. Yeah. Today I learned. Mm hmm We should post that on Reddit. <laughs> it's probably already posted. Exactly. It's 26 degrees outside right now. Mm hmm Yeah. I was gonna ask you something and then I forgot. Who me or? Do you know the feeling? Yeah, I know. Both of you. Plen I forgot. Plenty <laughs> happens yeah. all the time. I read that uh, mm -hmm. why we forget stuff so easily is because we rely so much on like, our phones or like technology in general. No? But this was happening even before I had a smartphone or phone. Uh, I don't know. I mean, my. Like, I, I used to remember you all of your the, phone numbers. You yeah, same. <laughs> Not the only phone numbers I remember are my mom's and sister's. No, like, you know, like, yeah. sometimes, like, you want to search for something on your phone. Mm -hmm. Then you take out mm -hmm. your phone, and you open it, and then, like... Yeah, like, sure. Like, you know, like, you're greeted by all these ads and notifications, then, like, you start tending to them. Then suddenly, you're like, actually, why did I unlock my phone, right? Yeah. And then, like, you, you close it, and then you put it back, and you're like, after a while, like, oh shit, yeah, I was gonna search for this, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, that happens. Yeah, so, like, I read... But there's a problem of distractions. Phones. Yeah, so our phones, we have to be more forgetful, because, like, we assume that, uh, like, uh, like, it's so easy to save stuff to remember for later. Mm -hmm. We stop, like, actually using our brains to remember stuff. Yeah. So we can use our brains to do other stuff, like, be more creative. Theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Actually, speaking of creativity, I was going to ask you if you guys got accepted by the Georgetown Lit Fest. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, mine was rejected. I posted the, the winners on the chat. Yeah, it's not us. Oh, you did? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, didn't Sorry, it. I missed you should, that. You should share, like, the winning stories or whatever. I think they intend to publish it, so that's where you're gonna read it. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Like in a book okay. or what? Yeah, probably in a book. Like compilation kind of book? Mm-hmm. But there yeah, like I want to see what the winners right? are. Is it, is it, like, is it, like, enough for a book? There was, like, four categories for both languages, so eight submissions in total, yeah. And what's the word count? 1,005 max, I think, right? It's a little booklet. Yeah, I mean, so it'll be... Like a magazine. Yeah. 15,000 was more and more strike total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like a... That's less than nano reward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's wasn't like about a, length it's anyway. Like a, it's not really a book, it's a brochure. Yeah, I mean, probably something <laughs> to be magazine. handed out yeah, magazine, at the yeah, festival or something. <laughs> yeah. It's a well, mag. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not really curious like, uh, to see like what, what the winners look. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I don't even want to see the winners. I want to see like all the other submissions. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I'm just curious about the winners. Like, you know, like, what, what, did, what, uh, what X factors do they have that led them to? <laughs> yeah, yeah they knows? better be good, right? Yeah. Yeah, they better be good, right? So like every like mm. you can be like, Oh yeah, yeah, I deserve I deserve to have lost. <laughs> oh. But if it's like really shitty then you're like, what the hell, right? No but I saw like, you know, the the prize was just one one for adult writer pros, which was what we entered. There was only one winner, so like I was I felt that was okay. I like, like the competition was like one, just that one topic, right? Yeah, one topic. So one adult prose, English. One student prose, English. One adult also prose, Malay. One adult prose, one student prose, Malay. And then uh, mm-hmm. one adult poem, English. One student poem, English. One Malay adult poem and one Malay student English a uh, poem but, yeah. but that's the was, were the categories present during the submission yeah yeah oh I don't know because when I, when I gave you guys the link like it didn't mention anything about like uh, those categories right? no it said yep. there were the we categories yeah the category. but they didn't they didn't say how many would be winning yeah oh so when you submit the time you choose Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to literally write your category in the submission, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's just such a broad category. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yes. We can use the story to re-enter elsewhere. Oh. Are you going to post? Oh, really? I mean, oh. they don't claim it. Yeah. it. yeah, you can reuse for another <laughs> competition. No, do we should like create a website uh-huh. uh, full of like uh, failed, failed submissions and uh, <laughs> we don't generate enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it could be like a community thing right like uh, or you can even like create like a subreddit you know? uh, oh. fail, fail, fail writing submissions yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like people can like uh, pat themselves on the back like, oh, <laughs> oh, pretty, I thought it was pretty good you know <laughs> yeah what do those people know, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But the thing, I can see why people some people don't though, because once you submit to like even a failed submissions website, you can't reuse it. Yeah, because it's and, been like, submitted before. And like a lot of people before. do just try to resubmit. Yeah. Oh no no, then we'll, we'll, we'll put it there like, oh no, we, we don't own any of this, you're free to resubmit it. No, no but... It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, some contests will say, oh, make sure it hasn't oh, been right, right. put anywhere before, yeah. Yeah. Fine, it's up to people then, whether they want to do it or not. Yeah, truly for sure. Truly abandoned. Yeah, yeah truly. Oh, we'll truly abandoned project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I can see why, right? Even like J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter was resubmitted like tens of thousands of times or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to keep doing it until you hit gold. Mm -hmm. this, I don't know, like, uh, I guess this is a good topic. Like, how do you know when to, when to give up? When yeah, to give like, up? How do you know what you have is like genuinely uh, <laughs> worth the uh, attempt, re attempt? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I I've. Know. I don't. I think this is the first writing you think, like, contest I've really entered. In her book? No. Yeah. Or like her agent or whoever it was, like really believe in it to help her submit it like so many times. Probably. Mm -hmm. I mean. Or you think it's like a. It's like a politics uh, connection kind of game, you know, like. Like, you know, if you know this, like, publisher really well, mm -hmm. then, like, you mm -hmm. have, like, better chance of them accepting your submission. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily based on, like, the merits of your work, but more like, oh, yeah, like, you know, uh, uh, last time I gave you a author, you made so much money, you know, you can trust me this time, kind of thing. It's probably a mix. I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of these like really good writers, they they go to writing workshops with a lot of other famous writers. So it's like by by the time you develop in your craft, you're supposed to also network at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like um, I think Gurm or like uh, Gurm. what's the name of that guy who wrote Arrival? Yeah. Arrival. Why does yeah. that sound familiar? The movie, um, Ted Chiang. Like he he was in the Clarion workshop, which is very famous for sci-fi writing, and that's why he developed his his craft. So, it's both, I guess. But I think to to me, it's like a ratio of the time invested. Like I mean, JK, like the Harry Potter series is so like, or maybe she wrote like the first book or something, but it's already so long. I feel like if you don't try to shop it up a few more times, that is not a good return on investment. Whereas if like, you know, you wrote a poem, maybe it's okay to give it up and write another poem if it's really short. <laughs> but let's say you spent like, I don't know how long she spent, like five years writing the first Harry Potter book. Like, she's gonna mm -hmm. push the hell out of it, right? Because if not, it'll be yeah. five years wasted. But, like, I heard she was Mm -hmm. Before she got really famous. I don't know. Let me. So that's the like, story. Uh, yeah, I mean, fine. Let's How long did right? J.K. Rowling? I guess she really get motivation to like really make it work. It took mm -hmm. her six years to write the first Harry Potter book. Six years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still got time. <laughs> Published in nineteen ninety seven. Do you think being a billionaire? At a young age, is more fun than an older age. How young and how old? Well, that's what I like, don't understand. Say like, uh, let's say like, uh, J.K. Rowling at 
Oh, is she not 55? Uh, um, let's see. Let's see here. According to Wikipedia, Rowling she's age. not 55. Yeah. Yeah, 55. So, like, do you think, like, uh, she'll be enjoying the success and wealth more if she was, like, 30? Mm, I think she's using it in a more mature way because she's giving it away to philanthropy and stuff like that. So, you think that's fun giving it away? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's a very nice thing for her to do. <coughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. So less fun being a billionaire when you have fun. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends how healthy you are. Like, mm-hmm. if you can't go anywhere unassisted, it would be terrible. I guess. Mhm. Yeah. But then you have the money to bring the fun to you. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but it's like the the stability that you would get, right? Yeah. Not having to worry about. Um, I mean, know. I think thirty is a good age. Like, you're not. Yeah, now now would be good. Yeah, you're not too old, <laughs> and you're experienced enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thirty would be the best age. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like the stuff that I do now, right? Uh-huh. And I just imagine like, if I had a billion dollars, like it'll be like so much more fun, right? Versus yes. if I was like older, like I mean, I don't know what my my needs and wants will be then. I mm-hmm. think it'll be quite different. Yeah. So. Well, I was so. You know who keeps showing up on my YouTube feed, even though not, I'm not subscribed. It's this Mr. Beast guy. Oh yeah, Mr. Beast oh, on YouTube. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I feel like that's an, that's an example of like me going, wait, how did he have like does he actually do the things that he says he does? Because I've never watched the videos, but I'm like, he has like a bajillion dollars. That yeah, why does he have he so can much money on YouTube video? And then he makes a lot of money from YouTube video, and it becomes like a self fulfilling thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I missed that train. <laughs> Fundraiser. Well, he he raises money too. Yeah, but it's like sort of like how did he start? You know, I was looking this up, but I could okay. not figure it out. He's also twenty-two, by the way. He started YouTube at age thirteen. Yeah. Uh, doing let's play videos, mm-hmm. and then. Wow, he's only twenty-two, and he's like giving away so much money. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Almost day-long video of himself. Oh, he became famous for counting to 100,000. <laughs> See? <sighs> How the hell? Like, yeah, I remember uh, Davey504. So he always kept up with, with dumbass. Yeah. I remember he might have died like, somewhere along the way. No, do you remember Davey504? Like yeah, yes. I I like found out about him during the time uh PewDiePie was like reaching seventy million subs or something. So mm-hmm. he he was like just playing the the. He was playing bass for twenty four hours uh, until PewDiePie reached seventy million or something like that, and that mm-hmm. that's how I got to know about him. And then after that, like f- it feels like his popularity just skyrocketed. So like. So the key is to get PewDiePie to pay attention to you. Or do something like crazy, you know? Like, it was like almost a 24-hour video or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe so, that's our next project. We need to come up with a YouTube stunt. Yeah. And then we get popular <laughs> over <laughs> oh shit, who would watch this for 24 hours? I don't know. Oh, god, that sounds terrible. Yeah. But it could be like a super controversial topic, right? Oh god, that sounds even worse. People are tuning in at all hours just to listen to you. <laughs> Um, this is a technique that they use in, in like, the Senate, I think. Um, what is it called? I'm losing words. Um, oh yeah, it's, uh, it's called a filibuster. What is that? Where, where they, you know, debate on a topic for so long that it delays the decision from being made. Okay. Yeah. And then some people even start reading from phone books. <laughs> <laughs> Filibuster an action such as prolonged speaking, which obstructs progress in a legislative assembly in a way that does not technically contravene the required procedures. Wow. Okay. But then imagine we do something like that, and then like we get like fifty views at most. Yeah, that'd be sad. <laughs> <laughs> Then we know for sure like we're not destined for internet fame. <laughs> no. It would be something like you just rub peanut on your body for twenty four hours, you know. It's easier to do and <laughs> you'll oh, get right, a lot uh, more views. It's like can I develop a peanut allergy by rubbing peanuts on my <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? That's what we want to find out, right? <laughs> yeah, we test the crazy theory. And so I watched a well, like a video of this uh, Twitch streamer who, who was giving tips to aspiring streamers. And he oh, said, yeah? uh, one of the things you should do is like when you're not live streaming, cut your content for YouTube, because like, you you are not streaming more than you are streaming like throughout the whole week. So during that those hours, you can make use of it by like creating content. So you're you appear in uh, everybody's like uh, radar. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what the streamer I follow does. So a few, she makes like several videos a week. It yeah, has two channels now on YouTube. Oh wow! Because if you post too much, then it, it downgrades you in your algorithm or something. So okay. they have to split the channels these days. Huh. Is that what they do? Like they they stream live and they don't like they just trim out all the fluff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they mm -hmm. they like a, keep like all the real, like interesting sound bites. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can't be bothered though. <laughs> yeah, because everything we say is interesting. Like, I wouldn't know where to find. Sure, that is true. <laughs> like, like this, like uh. this we can hire some people on Fiverr to just cut our videos. I'm thinking that that is probably the the case. Like at at some point, every business has to rely on cheap labor because there's just no way you can <laughs> do it. Yeah. I mean, like despite the monitor, like it's not always five dollars. Yeah, I know. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more like five dollars times whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In increments. Or maybe one day I'll be less lazy and. Do some cutting. Mm -hmm. 
Then I mean, after you can make notes, you can make notes as you as you stream, and then yeah, uh, you're like, yeah, this sounds like it'll make a good part of the video. Mm-hmm. You just mark down the time. Compilation of like, gosh, too much work. Us vaping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look <laughs> <laughs> like the end of the year, like, big compilation. Yeah. Just like just like smoke everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. Do we have any questions from viewers? Yeah, we're reaching. Well, we crossed the hour mark. Any questions from viewers? If not, uh, it'll be good to end it. Let's see the topic list. Have you thought about the, the ship of thesis? <laughs> the what? The ship of thesis. Theseus? Oh, no. Theseus? So basically, it's a famous ship that's in a museum, and over the years, the wood has, you know, uh, rotted away and eroded. So they've been replacing like parts of it, like bit by bit. Mm-hmm. So eventually, the restored ship is made of completely new parts, but it's still the same ship. Oh, I mean, do do you consider it still the same ship? In spirit, yes. In spirit. Then let's say if the the removed pieces were stored in a warehouse and after a century technology was developed to cure the rot and like enable it to be reassembled, is this reconstructed ship the original ship? Mm-hmm. If it is, then what about yeah. the restored ship in the harbor still being the original ship as well? <laughs> we uh we think about that in like neuroscience a lot because yeah. you know cells in your body are replaced continuously but mm. theoretically the neurons in your brain are not replaced okay they're from birth yeah um but you know but people are still discovering right like now they see that oh actually that's not true some parts of the brain are replaced um especially like in hippocampus or whatever where there's some neurogenesis like new new brain cells being made mm-hmm. so it yeah, it's like um, I, know, I think I, it, I, the I, analogy. Oh god. I read, I, I read or heard this somewhere. Like someone was saying, like because our cells are constantly being replaced, right? That mm-hmm. eventually we are no longer the same person we were. Like however long it takes, it took to replace all those cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So another analogy I've heard is like it's more like we're an orchestra and like. You know, the orchestra is playing music, and then like every once in a while, like a trumpet guy is replaced by another trumpet person or something like that. Yeah. But then the music is continuous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I feel like if a ship is replaced, that does that sounds like it's not the original ship anymore, <laughs> unless the design is. I think the design is is original, but the ship itself is not. But at what point does it become not original anymore? I think pretty much the moment you replace one piece. Oh really? Know. One piece? I mean, it's like uh, you know, if if your shoe's good. broken and you get a new shoe, you're still you. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you can't consider your yourself. Yeah, but the, the shoe is new. Uh huh. No, no, the shoe is new, but the shoe is part of you, right? No, it's a shoe. Oh, fine, fine. Okay, you you drop hair, and then your hair grows back. You know. So that's what the people like to consider. It's like the your hair and your nails. The moment you cut it off, it's disgusting. 
what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but hair it is disgusting. Is like hair, you know, when you take off your keycaps <laughs> and you see hair in your keyboard, like how the fuck yeah, did this yeah, get there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like when I clean my, my toilet drain, yeah. Yeah. Like, it feels so disgusting to touch it, right? But I have no problems like right. touching my hand out. <laughs> exactly. So, so there is something where the moment the body part is detached from us, it's seen as not self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Maybe if you do like that a, systematically, it's like a time and a percent thing. Mm-hmm. I guess. But also, I don't know the point of this thought experiment. Like, like, like let's say like, you drop <laughs> all your hair. I mean, oh, like that's not the point, it's about identity. But if let's say yeah. you collect all your dropped hair, mm-hmm. and then you kept it like, in like a hygienic environment, right? Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. in the end, you create like a wig that's exactly your current hairstyle. <laughs> right? Would it, okay. <laughs> would it be disgusting for you to touch it? I would imagine it's disgusting to touch. I don't know. No, like, uh... like if someone took that wig right, and then they wore it, Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And like, you didn't know, and then like, you thought it was like, yeah, real head. So like, I assume you would be, be disgusted. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, that's what wigs are. Yeah. Right? Like, you wouldn't feel <coughs> that was their yeah, actual head. Yeah. And I so think I'll be okay with this wash. Thing, right? like, 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 you know that, oh shit, this was all my dropped hair. Yeah. But like, if you thought, like, oh no, this is my hair. This is his hair. Right? Then you'd be like, uh-huh. you wouldn't think anything of it. So I guess it's a perception thing. Yeah. Yes. Like, well, like, maybe like, that's like, our experiment. Like, that's like, our sun. No one, if you didn't <laughs> tell me that this ship has been completely restored, mm-hmm. and you're like, uh-huh. oh, this is the original ship, I'm like, ooh, no. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. like, uh, when I find out it's just not, I'm like, oh, you know, like, I'm so impressed. <laughs> <now."> <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's our stunt to beat Mr. Beast, saying so, yeah, we need to collect all your hair. Have you seen that uh hair cake video? What? Uh, the hair cake. Is it a cloud? No. It's like what? a bunch of guys they like shave their hair, and then they bake a cake with it, and then they eat it. Oh God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it is. I'll, I'll link it to you guys later. <laughs> but oh, yeah, okay. oh my God, like. Did it get a lot of views? Yeah, yeah, it did. But like, big uh, hair cake is disgusting. It looks disgusting. Oh, I mean. no, no, no. Not to do, like, collect all my hair. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get it fashioned of, of all the hairstyles I've ever had. And then get all my friends to wear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'll take a that long time, though. Piece. I can see that in a museum. But I, my people, like, they'll just stand, all my friends will stand in like, a line all around the gallery. They <laughs> wear. Mommy wear, mm-hmm. and then they'll have my wigs. <laughs> yeah, and then like, oh, this is uh, this is singing 2013 or so. Yeah, orange well. hair was cool. You know? <laughs> and this was yes. when you switched up barbers, you can tell like the shaving of hair. That's very self centered. <laughs> <laughs> Art, it can be narcissistic, yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean. A lot of times. Yeah, I would go to the art exhibit that talks about that. I think it's very deep. 
<laughs> yeah, we can't. Yeah. That's why. That's why it would be art because it's so much education. Then your hair color will change throughout the years too. Yeah. We can end up in MoMA. Yeah. But usually when when hairdressers trim my hair, I feel like it's never in like a big long piece. It's always uh, you know, in like little seg unusable segments. That is true. You don't want them to chop it off, right? Um. Yeah, and I know. Okay, I don't get that much length before. Like when I tell them like, oh, I want it shorter, right? They don't like hold it to where and then go like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's with that? Why do they do that anyway? Why don't they just... Yeah, I think we need to interview a hairstylist to figure out like, yeah. why do they do it that way. We'll, we'll get one on. I know one, but he's in Australia. I would think like, oh, it's like this, right? Yeah. There's so many things like they pull it and they trim that and they did it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we have Mysteries no of haircuts. <laughs> yeah. No questions from the audience today. I guess okay. we can call it a night. Well, oh. Stop the stream must stay on the call cuz I need to reveal the secret. Oh, sure. All right. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Uh we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye world. <laughs> yeah, we we should do a theme song. Like Oh god. I don't know. Sing if you can compose one in the future. So he just did one. Yeah. No, no, no. That's from another YouTube video. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll get <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> All right, um, I'm ending okay. the stream. <laughs>